Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. So I wanted to talk to you today about, uh, we'll make this one a war stories session. Um, There are some more complicated or complex fact patterns in personal injury law, and they mostly revolve around um, something that lawyers refer to as causation. You know, as a lawyer, you don't want to take a case where, you know, you're fighting, did someone do something wrong or not, and you're also fighting with someone injured or not, right? So, you know, as a lawyer, if there's a dispute about whether the light was red or green, that's not as strong a case as one where someone was T-boned or rear-ended, right? And, you know, these cases are hard fought, and they take time and money to pursue successfully, so it's not good business to be fighting every single case about whether the light was yellow or green or red, and also to be fighting whether someone was injured as a result. We're happy to fight whether someone was injured as a result of the crash or what the extent of their injuries are, which is, you know, most fighting, but I don't want to fight with I don't want to represent clients where there's a dispute as to who was at fault for the accident because that's that's kind of starting with, you know, hands tied behind your back or something like that. So, but, you know, over the past few years, I've had a couple cases where the medicine gets interesting, at least to me. Um, my training is originally as a medical malpractice defense lawyer, which is incredibly medical intensive. So you have to be able to talk to doctors on their terms, cross-examine doctors on their terms, and know what you're talking about. And frankly, oftentimes, as a med-mal lawyer, you have to be uh, more knowledgeable about the medicine than um, <clears throat> the, the doctors who are involved in the case. So, you know, that doesn't mean you're a doctor, as my wife will tell me, but it does mean that I'm super knowledgeable about one very narrow area of medicine. In a particular case, you lose it, or you you learn it, and then you forget it, and you move on. You know, I used to tell people that, um, you know, I don't know what a healthy person looks like, because most of the medical records coming across my desk as a lawyer are really unhealthy or dead people. So, um, so that's that. Anyway, so some of the more interesting cases that I was going to talk about today are the following. Let's say... You know, you as a car accident victim have a very latent or unsymptomatic medical condition. And you don't know about it. Your doctors don't know about it. It's not an issue. It doesn't affect your life. Then you have a bad car accident where you're hit from behind or you're T-boned. You say, taken to the hospital and you have all these weird symptoms as a result. And it comes to pass that your doctors recognize or realize over the course of working you up, trying to get figured out what's going on with you, that you have this weird condition. So I had this happen in a recent case where a guy had a a bad rear end crash And he had all these sort of terrible headaches and then kind of facial 
<clears throat> twitching and paralysis. And, you know, initially his doctors couldn't really figure out what was going on. And then ultimately what it came to pass was that he had um, an unusual, you know, the doctors call it unusual anatomy. Like his anatomy was such that one of the arteries feeding blood into his brain was a little abnormal. It was kind of thinned out. So you have four arteries that feed blood into your, I think four that take blood into your brain, the jugulars, two jugulars and two vertebrals, I think. <clears throat> and uh, one of his vertebral arteries was just thinned out. It was narrow. It had a narrower canal for blood to pass through, as opposed to mine, maybe, which is a wider canal. But if you have a narrower canal to for blood to pass through, and you squeeze it a little bit, maybe with pressure from the car accident, or just you move you know, your brain contents around because there's swelling in your brain, all of a sudden, what does that mean for your narrow blood canal? It means that you're constricting blood flow to the brain and all of a sudden your your whole body is going to start reacting negatively to that, okay? So, you know, he had this swelling, but unfortunately the swelling left some scarring and the swelling went away, but the scarring didn't. And he had this sort of persistent... Um, you know, injury that wasn't going to really go away. It wasn't going to get worse and it wasn't going to get better. But, you know, it was an injury that was completely, um, you know, I, I guess it made an asymptomatic finding symptomatic. So what does that mean? He was walking around, no problem, had no idea that he had this <clears throat> unusual thinning of the artery or narrowing of the canal. <clears throat> but once he had this car accident, what would have been maybe a minor, you know, I banged my head on the back of my seat or I had a bad concussion, it never got better because he had suffered this sort of very mild permanent injury to a very delicate area of his brain. So what happened? Then both sides kind of recognize, you know, I'm jumping up and down saying you caused this injury to to be to come to light and you may hear labradors in the background um and at the same time the defense lawyers are digging frantically through his prior 10 or 15 years of medical records to find evidence that this condition was not asymptomatic but rather that it was there and it was causing all these problems ahead of time so that's kind of the the fight in these cases is Look, everyone recognizes that the person who hit this guy is at fault. Everyone recognizes that he has this current injury because it's readily apparent he has facial paralysis. But what I'm trying to do is say it's all from the car accident. That's what my client's telling me as well. But I got to, you know, sometimes clients aren't right about what is in their medical records or their memory is not great or they've gotten used to some sort of weird, you know, sensation. So it's very much a trust but verify relationship in these cases. So how do you trust but verify? Well, you get their prior medical records. So that was what happened. We ended up getting five or ten years of prior medical records. And, you know, in that case and in a lot of cases, there were very subtle indications that this condition was actually causing an issue beforehand. But it wasn't anything like it was after the accident. 
So, you know, what are subtle indications? Well, you know, headaches, tinnitus or ringing in the ear, uh, maybe some, you know, some um, facial drooping or just general, you know, odd neurological things related to above the neck complications or unusual activities. So, you know, that was, uh, that was the fight in that case. That case eventually settled. And, um, you know, it was an interesting battle. I'm, I'm in the middle of a, another one right now where same situation, T-bone car accident, client was a passenger, so the client's not at fault in any way, right? Um, easy enough, you know, if the guy just had some bumps and bruises, no big deal. The gentleman ends up dying as a result or follow, you know, within a few weeks of the accident. Now, it turns out that he had some other medical conditions and the defense lawyers are going to fight tooth and nail to prove that all these other medical conditions that pre-existed the car accident caused his death. And I'm going to be fighting tooth and nail on the other side saying, no, 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 none of those things that pre-existed would have killed him. So, you know, that's what's going on right now. It's not an uncommon thing, but it makes for interesting cases. And it also makes for ones that, you know, can have significant value both to me and the client. That's enough for today. That's been Ask Andy. Have a great day.